Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the main event. It's final time. You're back with me, Daniel. And Aaron. Aaron, it's been the longest season of all time. There's been ups, there's been downs, and there's been a very, very long stagnant wait. But the final of the Champions League is finally here. The main event, the reason why we've named our podcast the main event, is finally here. How are you feeling about it? Are you excited? I'm very excited. I mean, the name of the podcast has nothing to do with the fact that they're the only English lyrics in the anthem. Yeah, uh, are, are those words actually in the anthem? Because I know that obviously it translates to the main event, but I didn't actually realise that was in the, uh, the yeah, original the, as well. That's the only English sentence in the whole of the Champions League anthem, other than the champions, which they scream. Champions. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention on our uh, review show. Did you see Alfonso Davies singing like it was the national anthem? No, I didn't. No. So do you know how, like, obviously the the camera pans along all the players stood? Uh-huh. And he was there singing like it was the national anthem. Bless him. And I, I'd be exactly the same. I'd be belting it out. It's my favorite part of of Champions League games. Yeah, singing I like that song. It too. Like. You win the mood. The Europa League one isn't bad as well. I was actually quite surprised with that. They've changed that. Yeah. It's, it's just, quite repetitive after a while, but uh, it's not the worst thing I've heard. It's just something about it. It's really nostalgic, like hearing it from since you were little, and it just gets me really, really excited every time I hear it. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah, I can't nice. wait to hear it again. Yeah, it was nice to see uh, Alfonso Davies singing the words. Um, the final is vast approaching. It's a really, really tough one, just in terms of the potential of both teams, how they could, you know, tactically match up against each other. But it's our job tonight to discuss how we think the game could go. And then for anyone that's noticed on the Champions League gaming hub, there are other games to play other than fantasy football. Not that too many people play them, I don't think, but we've been sort of having a little go at them. Aaron, more consistently than me. And we're going to sort of condense our thoughts down as well into these games because these games are the predictor, which is final score, first goal scorer, and the first team to score, which are, you know, effectively almost the same thing. You've got the Fantasy Five, which is obviously a five-side team, basically. And then your live manager, which is your top three players in the game. And it's just, these are just based on individual um, game nights, basically. So there's only one game tonight. It's going to be crazy, like what we were saying in the review show, that we can see, I can see both sides scoring. And I think any team can really take this game by the scruff of the neck and take the game to the opposition. I think it just depends on the bravery of the players. And these players have been in World Cup finals, Euros finals, and plenty of cup finals for their respective teams. It's the Paris Saint-Germain's first Champions League final. It's like kind of crunch time for them. This is what they were all the players were brought in to win. And I hope that they don't let the occasion get to them and that they can play their best football because if both teams play their best, 
this is going to be a really, really good game. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's as nailed on as a final can be for it just being entertaining one way or another. So that's um, that's an exciting thing to look forward to. With regards to how the game is going to go, I think it's going to depend on Bayern Munich's setup. I think PSG are going to be relatively predictable in terms of how they're going to line up. And with Bayern Munich, I think the same. I think they're going to be relatively predictable. I think the the contentious sort of areas that we need to look at is the left-hand side. Is it going to be Perisic or Coleman? Perisic didn't have his best game against Lyon, but I thought when Coleman came on, he was really poor. He was just... I really like Coleman. We've said over the last few podcasts I've been looking forward to him playing. And in the lead-up to these games, the end of the season, he was playing fantastically well. I think... He was just lacking match sharpness. It seemed to be one step over too many, taking a little bit too long to make a decision. And it's just it's just an issue with sharpness opposed to his ability. But I think that's obviously a decision for the manager there. Perisic had an opportunity, I think, to nail down his spot. And I thought Coleman had an opportunity to give the manager more of a headache. Turned out to be between them a little bit of a... Um, just a stalemate. Mm-hmm. You've then got... Kimmich, is he going to play holding midfield as he has been? Or is he going to, uh, sorry, is he going to be playing right back as he has been? Or is he going to go into holding midfield again with Pavard playing right back? And then if Kimmich does go into holding midfield, who is he taking the space of? Is he is Thiago not going to play? I can't really see that happening. Is Goretzka not going to play? I can't really see that happening. So it's really, really interesting. I think for the balance of the team, Kimmich is going to be better in terms of tracking the likes of Mbappe and Neymar because he's got more pace than Pavard. But the balance of the team is a lot better with Pavard in defensively as a unit. So there are a couple of a couple of spaces in there that I'm unsure of. And I think that's what the game's going to boil down to is buying Munich's game management. I think if they manage it poorly, it's a, a fairly comfortable win for PSG because of the forwards they have to exploit the space that Bayern Munich have been leaving in behind. But if Bayern Munich wise up, drop literally five to ten yards further back, ten yards back, then I think their dominant midfield, the lack of space that they're leaving behind to be exploited, and the quality up front will come through for Bayern Munich. I do think they are overall a better team than PSG. So it all depends on how suicidal Bayern Munich play. If they play like they did against Lyon, they're in big trouble. If they play a more reserved game, looking to control and dominate the midfield and not be exploited at the back, then I think they've got the midfield and the the talent to do so. So it's just interesting to see how how they're going to line up. I think PSG are pretty cut and dry. Bypass the midfields, get the ball into the forwards as quickly as possible. Yeah, if I was the Bayern Munich manager, I would play the same starting eleven that I have been for the past few games. Leave Pavard and leave Coleman out of the team for now because too many times recently in the Champions League, you've seen the managers try and tinker too much with what they have good going. Like Bayern Munich have not looked close to getting beat with that starting 11, why would you change things for the final? And I think the same with Paris Saint-Germain, even though they've only played the two games. 
Yeah, I think, um, obviously, yeah, you're going to go with the front three of Di Maria, Mbappe and Neymar. You might play 4-4-2 with how they played in some of the friendlies and uh, like before the restart, they had a few 4-4-2 formation games. And start a party. I don't, I wouldn't, I mean, maybe it might give them a bit more more to do up front, I think. Obviously, Leon had joy with two up front, but I wouldn't hesitate to play, to maybe play a, a Don't 4 4 one No, a 4-4-1-1 <laughs> with Sarabia in behind Mbappe up front, Di Maria and Neymar on either side for the wings, and then just play two out-and-out holding midfielders, whether that's going to be Herrera and... Idrissa Garnagay or Marquinhos in there or Verratti coming back. I probably wouldn't risk Verratti. No, I wouldn't. However, I think Marquinhos has got to start. He's yeah. been the best of the midfield three. So maybe Marquinhos and Herrera or Marquinhos and Idrissa Garnagay. I can't see it happening. I do just think they're going to play a 4 3 3. If they did play a Bog standard four three three that flat three. I would risk Verratti because he's the only one that can really play in tight situations, and it's worth the risk because they're going to need that. They can't play. I think they're, they're damned if they play the the three against Atalanta because they just won't get out. If you look at how Atalanta pressed and dominated them. You can't allow Bayern Munich to do that. It was just a completely yeah. wrong setup. I don't think you can play three holding midfielders just to say, let's stop Bayern Munich playing when that didn't work against Atalanta. They're going to have to have some form of threat the other way because I don't think they're going to stop Bayern Munich from scoring anyway. I don't think it's the right way to go. The aim of the game for PSG is to score more than... Oh, well, that's about to say a Mike Lone comment there. The aim of the game is to score more than your opponent. But in terms of a tactic is to just score as many as you can, not not worry about stopping Bayern Munich so much. Yeah. Like my point wasn't to play that starting three. It's just that if I had to choose from the midfield pair uh, three, like what you were saying on the last episode that Paredes will probably get found out. So, yeah. so I'd rather have Herrera, Marquinhos, and Idrissa Gay against Bayern Munich because of their attacking threat. But I get, yeah, you don't want to go completely defensive because like I was saying before, you end up changing what you're good at. And that's not what, that's what you're trying to avoid. You're trying to play the the system that your team is used to playing often. And, and I don't know what it is about managers in these knockout stages who for one-off games have said, we're going to abandon everything that we've done in the build-up to the Champions League in the league. And we're going to play a complete new system and then wonder why their players couldn't get in the game. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that was my only thing is that um, you want to try and keep it into a system, but I don't think playing Paredes will work. Yeah. If you're going to a play, someone in that role and Verratti can play 30 minutes, like just bring him on for the start. Um, Cause hopefully he can play more. Like that's what you're hoping for. 
Um, and with five subs, now's the time to do it. Play them exactly. from the beginning. Allow yourself to get a foothold in the game, a little bit of calmness to the game, and then maybe when Bayern Munich have huffed and puffed off, you've got a lead, then you can bring them out and you can throw a suitable player in, whether that be Sarabia or Paredes because they are more offensive. Like, Paredes isn't bad at going forward. It's just... He's going to get found out is what we were saying. Yeah, in the last game, he was um, he was sliding all over the place to try and intercept balls and his positioning wasn't great. Like, he was just... He was very hit or miss. Something you do would be great and then something you do that was terrible. You just can't afford to do that against Bayern Munich. You can afford to do it in the last 30 minutes of a game if you're losing 1-0 and yeah. you need to take risks. I personally wouldn't be taking risks at zero minutes into a game. Just, it's not worth it. Yeah, and playing Verratti could be considered a risk. However, my thinking for having him to start is you're going to be a little bit cagey. It's a final. It's about whoever can settle on their system first often goes on to be better and to win. So both sides will have their nerves. It's just natural. And it's whoever can settle first. So would I rather have, like what you were saying, a panicky midfielder who's just going to be sliding around and then bring Verratti on to try and... I might be down at that point to try and make a comeback. I don't think he's that kind of player. But having him to settle on the ball and help my team get possession and be comfortable in possession, that's what you need in a final. So that's why I would start him personally. Because he's not like a De Bruyne, David Silva type player who's going to play that killer pass. He's going to help you build out from the back and you can give him the ball in tight space and he'll be an option until your team gets into its attacking shape and then he starts to just link up the play. He's not going to be that type of player like De Bruyne who you give him the ball and he'll run forward and then look for that killer pass. He's, I don't think he's yeah. that kind of player. So he's not. I, that's why I would personally start him first to make sure that you're comfortable on the ball first. Yeah, it's especially when I don't think Bayern Munich have any chill. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be pressing. And in that moment, you want Verratti to play you out and then get yourself forward from there. So I think he'd be a, a a good shout for the manager to play. In terms of, from a fantasy perspective, we can only pick three forwards. There are four outstanding choices, Mbappe, Neymar, Muller and Lewandowski. So which, of the, which three of the four do you think have got the, the potential to, to score in this game? more than the fourth pick? If I had to pick a team out of like a combined 11, I would say Neymar would be in there. But if you had to pick a player to score, from the games that we've watched, Neymar looks like the least likely to score because he can't hit the target. So Levin, Golski, Muller, and probably Mbappe. However... If there's going to be a time for Neymar to change things around, 
the final is the place to do it. He's been injured yeah. when it's mattered in the past. And this is his chance to shine. And I just hope he doesn't sky his chances like he has been. I hope that that's just rustiness from not playing competitive football. It helps when he has Mbappe. And Mbappe, I think, in the last game had more shots on target. Well, he did because Neymar had zero. But like, <laughs> but actually, Mbappe had three or four chances where it took the goalkeeper to save it. And some of the saves were... Like, the time when the defender hit it off Mbappe, and Mbappe still... I don't know how much he knew of it. The ball was going to go in if it wasn't for the keeper. So, yeah... In short, if it comes to scoring, Neymar would probably be down on the list from what we've seen over the past games. However, he's the penalty taker. And if there is a player who is going to be able to keep his cool, he's been to Champions League finals before. He's been to Olympic final and he scored the penalty there. Like, I think he scored in the Copa America there as well. But So, so pick your three. You got three. Pick them, go. Lewandowski, Neymar, Mbappe. I'm hoping that yeah. I'm hoping Neymar can turn it round. I'm going for those three as well. Muller technically had a shot on target in the last game against Leon. Terrific player, creates so much space for the people, gets into positions. Um, his goal threat against Leon was massively diminished playing against defenders that actually wanted to play. I think the physicality of Lewandowski is always going to help them out. The space left in behind for Bayern, Bayern Munich for PSG, I think is uh, going to be a major factor in this game. And as you say, Neymar's, Neymar's missed a lot of chances, but I'd be more concerned if it was like Muller where he wasn't getting the chances. Yeah. It was just one game for Muller. And that's what you want. You always want those players to keep on getting big chances because you just cannot continue to miss. And he is the penalty taker. So I always favour in games like this, go the penalty takers. And I think between Mbappe and Muller, I think Mbappe is a better choice, even though he hasn't scored. Yes, I, just think the, I think the duo goal, and if two out of the three of them score, you can't really complain. Yeah, exactly. The, the reason I would pick... Mbappe over Muller because that's probably Lewandowski and Neymar are probably the ones that most people are going to go with and it's going to come to that dilemma yeah the reason I would pick Mbappe is because of Bayern Munich's high line Mbappe I feel like will have more chances than Muller because Marquinhos because he was originally a centre back if it got tough he would become a third centre back and I think that's one of the reasons why he's played there. So they would yeah. make a back five. You don't have to do it often in the French league, but he is that is an option when they're defending, is that Thiago Silva, Marquinhos, Kimbembe form a back three. And so Muller would have to try and take on three centre-backs who would sit deep compared to Boateng and Alaba, who against Mbappe and I think that only Alaba would really well Alaba would get closer to him in a foot race but I don't think either of them would catch him if he got a head start 
they've just got to they've just got to hope and pray that Davies isn't too far up the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, play it the other side. I don't. I can't see Di Maria trying to get into a foot race with Davies. I yeah. just think yeah. he's going to use his experience to exploit space in in little pockets. So that'd be really interesting. Di Maria sort of up against Davies and, and Alaba. With regards to the sort of fantasy five aspect of this, or your your five aside team, mm-hmm. how, who are you thinking would be a good five aside team for this game? Obviously, we're not. Doesn't have to be goalkeeper, defender, midfielders, forwards. Just top five point yeah. scorer. So for the fantasy five, I'm just choosing the the attackers. So I'm choosing Nabry, Muller, Lewandowski, Neymar, and Mbappe. And that's who I'm choosing. And I'm going to captain Lewandowski in that game. I'm going to go with four of your picks. The change for me is going to be Muller for Di Maria, and I'm going to captain Neymar. I'm going for it. I'm, I think a lot of people are going to captain Lewandowski. Mm-hmm. I would literally just do it for that defensive aspect. So that gives you a little bit of an insight into my thinking. Uh, so if you want to change your captain pick, mine's probably going to be Lewandowski because everyone is the highest owned player. And I think that he's going to be... Yeah. I'm going to... Because I can't play my goalkeeper... I'm going to try and keep up with everyone the best I can. So he's probably going to be my captain this weekend. Yeah, he's a, such a solid bet. I just think, I don't know. It's one of those where if I captain Lewandowski either way, I think I'm going to do all right. But just that risk, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, like, I feel like it's high risk, high reward. And if Neymar does now, then he, he does now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still thinking captaincy is my biggest issue at the minute. There's a couple of positions in the pitch that I'm that I'm gonna wait for the uh the team sheets to come out so that I can see who's playing and then make my decisions from there to pick predominantly attackers. As far as the um the live manager comes, I, I don't quite see the point in fantasy five and the live manager. No, I don't. I'm still trying to get a grips with that one. I think for that, I'm just going to go the three forwards, Neymar, Mbappe, Lewandowski. Yeah, same. So I'm happy to talk through my draft team. I don't know whether you are, just obviously with it being so tense, but I'm not bothered. Um, So I think I'm going to go with Rico and Goal. Just make everyone aware, I have a limitless wildcard. So it's between Rico and Neuer. I can't see any of them keeping a clean sheet, but I fancy Rico to make more saves. Uh, I'm going with, but that's that's one of the questionable positions. I'm not too sure on that one just yet. We'll see what my gut says later on. I've got a back three of Bernat, Marquinhos, and Kimmich. Pretty standard, pretty template in terms of getting the three most expensive defenders and the three defenders with the highest attack and return potential. Yeah, midfield four. Two are locked in, in Nabri and Di Maria. I'll then be looking to see who starts between Perisic and Coleman and whoever starts is getting the nod. And then I'll be looking, if he starts, I'm going to go with Goretzka. I think, with him being an absolute powerhouse, I think he can dominate that midfield. 
maybe get some ball recoveries in a potential assist if Bayern do turn it on. I can't expect every single player to return for me. So I've got to look at getting points from somewhere else. So it's either going to have to be a Goretzka type or getting one of those PSG midfielders in to get ball recoveries. But I think PSG midfielders are more susceptible to yellow cards. Yeah. Which I don't want, obviously. And then the front three, I'm going with Neymar and Bappe, Lewandowski. Muller is going to get the boot. Uh, so my team, I haven't made all of my transfers yet because I am waiting for the team sheets. But I'll explain my thinking. So I, so I got a response from UEFA basically saying that because it's in the knockout phases, I'm not going to get that extra transfer, which is, that's just silly because it says that nowhere in the rules, but it is what it is. And so I'm only going to have, yeah, I'm not going to be able to field a starting 11. So I am not going to field a goalkeeper. And my fourth midfielder is very questionable as well. <laughs> So I've got Lewandowski, Neymar. I haven't made my striker transfer yet. I want to make sure that Mbappe is playing. But yep. it'll, be, it'll be Mbappe. The two transfers I've made so far is De Bruyne and Sterling out for Di Maria and Nabry. I think that's self-explanatory. Avoiding the price rises. Yeah. Uh, I had Davies and Sarabia from the quarterfinals. So they're in there. I'm not looking forward to Sarabia. Uh, I hope he gets something if he comes on. I don't think he'll start. So that's one point. And then I've got Bernat. And so my three transfers will be to get Mbappe in. And if he's not playing, get Muller in. And then to get two defenders because... I wish I could play a two-five-three, but I can't because <laughs> uh, that's not nice. And so I'll yep. be bringing in Kimmich, and for the extra defender, I'll only have five point two. So I need to look at who's playing, and if if Boateng is injured, I'll be bringing in Sula. If he's if Boateng is starting. I am going to bring in Kerr because he's the only defender I can afford. Sounds reasonable. Your other choice is to take a risk and go Muller instead of Mbappe and then play Kimpembe or Marquinhos. We're likely to either get a goal or those ball recovery points. Yeah, if yeah, if a, a Cardi's playing as well, that's a potential because he's a lot cheaper. And then I can even... I don't know, upgrade someone else. But that's too complicated for me right now. <laughs> We've only three transfers left. So that's what my thinking is. And I'm I'm hoping that no side keeps a clean sheet, but I'm not too optimistic on staying first at the end of uh, this mini league. Um, so it is what it is. I'll just try and keep in the top 1% of ranks. Yeah, I think you made the right decision, though, anyway, by using the wild card when you did, because yeah. with so few people playing, to get 
that many points to then to leapfrog me to then put you into at least a position of if all these players do nothing like absolutely nothing then yeah great if if if, if this game finishes nil nil then obviously the only issue you're going to have is probably the goalkeeping thing but you never know with ball recoveries yellow cards elsewhere that being said predictions wise what are you what are you plumping for Aaron so we want so, the final score first goal scorer I think the first just going back on what you were saying there I think the worst score would be a 1-1 and having two substitutes score yeah that'll be, be the worst score for you that'll be the best for you it will be for me but we're hardly not going to get any points from it and that'll just kind of put a dampener on the fantasy uh, yeah. season the score I think though I think Bayern Munich will win because who knows that I'll probably jinx them. So everyone get PSG players in your team. And I, I, but I see them winning three one. My first goal scorer, I think, will be Goretzka. I think that in the final, it's always players that you they all first goal scorer in finals always messes up people's betting. It's never like the top goal scorer going into the competition or like who they've has been scoring regularly. I don't think it's going to be Lewandowski. I don't think it's going to be Muller. So I think it's going to be Goretzka. That's my that's Brave. My, yeah. Um hopefully, because I'll probably have him in my team. I'm going for two two. Also and, goes to penalties. And I'm going for I don't know who's going to win on pens because it's a lottery. Looking at the players, I honestly don't know. But I think it's I think it's going to go to penalties. Instead of committing on who's going to win on penalties, I'll commit to what I think is actually going to happen. I think it's going to be 2-1 to PSG. And I think Bayern Munich are going to control the game from then. PSG will sit. And they're going to sucker punch PSG like PSG sucker punch, uh, punched Atalanta. Bit of karma. So I think that's how that's going to go. And I'm going to go Neymar for first goal scorer to step up in the Champions League final. I think he scored the last goal when he won it with Barcelona in a 3-1 win. So I think getting the first goal, 2-2, go to pens. I got You know what? I'll, I'll sit my hat on Bayern Munich on penalties. Cool. I, I would prefer Paris Saint-Germain to win just so that I was correct in my original prediction that that side of the, the bracket would win <laughs> and that Bayern Munich would lose in the final. Just That's the only reason, just so I have a little bit more pride. I just want football to be the winner. That's all I care yeah. about. Yeah. Best of luck to both teams. Mm-hmm. Best of luck to all the players. Let's hope everyone has a good game that... The game's decided on great pieces of skill and ingenuity, technique, brilliance, not mistakes. Um, let's hope everyone's healthy by the end of it as well. Thiago Silva's um, looks like he's got to Chelsea. Transfer news out today. Looks heavily, heavily linked to Chelsea. Um, so hopefully that doesn't play on his mind at all. He's focused for the game. I hope so. But yeah, just hopefully it's a, a great game. So we hope everyone has a great game week. Enjoy the final. Best of luck with your players. Hopefully you've picked well. Hopefully you can field enough players. 
Um, it's going to be really interesting looking at other teams around us to see how many people are playing. But fingers crossed for everyone involved. It's the last game. Just really enjoy it, guys. So take care, and we'll speak to you after the final.